right, everybody, to another week of F Buddies with Mike and Andy. Mike went, Andy Ferg, and the F is for food. And right off the bat, just want to thank our sponsors, of course, Patty Kelly's 154 Washington Street in Peabody. You can find them on Instagram at Patty Kelly's. They're doing karaoke Monday and Wednesday nights, brunch on the weekends, Friday through Sunday from noon to early till 1 a.m. Also, a uh, good spot to k- check the Super Bowl. I saw they have uh, over 20 TVs there, so it'll be a good place to watch the big game on Sunday. Uh, Gary Droma Group, Cross Country Mortgage. Find them on Instagram, buy and refi, and online, crosscountrymortgage.com. Channel Marker Brewing, located at 95 Rantoul Street in Beverly. Uh, you can find them on Instagram, Channel Marker Brewing. And they're open Wednesday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m., Saturday from noon to 10, Sunday from noon to 6, and you can find the website, channelmarkerbrewing.com. And, of course, Ben Franklin Print Company, located at 177 North Main Street in Middleton, on Instagram at Franklin underscore print co., and the website is benfranklinprintco.com. If you mention F-Buddies, you get 10% off your next order. Andy, how are you doing this evening? I'm um, pretty fan-fucking-tastic, Mike. I'm pretty fucking mm-hmm. good. Bye. What's that? Topic? You're pretty good? What's our topic? What's our, our topic is, uh, so our topic is restaurants that no longer exist the restaurant graveyard if you will restaurants that uh that that used to be that are no more that have ceased to be if you will um and you just posted the uh the crowdsourcing post appreciate that uh some of them uh some of them are are definitely nostalgic some of them are sad that you when you think back of why they're gone and that they are gone uh, I have always my personal go-to when we go to this, but I, we'll get there. Um, Where would you want to start? Well, I thought we'd start with um, the reason some restaurants close. Uh-huh. Obviously, the pandemic fucked over quite a few places. That's yeah. That's awesome. But I'm thinking yeah. of a pandemic. More of a mandemic, if you will, Mike. Wow. <laughs> Look at this guy. A mandemic. As in a person who's responsible for fucking over many local North Shore restaurants. And he's got one in his sights right now, and it's fucking screwed awfully soon. Okay. Um, yeah, that um, Gregory, Gregory Thomas. Bates, Your friend and ours. That blood fart of a human being. <laughs> portion. Is responsible, allegedly, for taking down so many restaurants and hurting small businesses. We've been over. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah, we've done that. We've done it, but I had, you know, I like to look into things and like to find things out. And I spoke to someone who is an inside insider, if you will, to a local restaurant that Greg got his fucking hooks deep in, and he left the restaurant because you know, you can't work there. If Greg Bates is in your fucking kitchen in his fucking kitchen. And you're not saying that metaphorically, like oh, he's in his space or in his personal area. No, actually, in the kitchen. Yeah, F-355, Frankie Slice, everything at 58 mils. Why? What What? Oh, what purpose? The co-admin of North Shore Eats is now running the restaurant, not just the social media. She's running the place. She's the general manager, apparently. Wow. All operation. So she's overseeing all places, not just the, the pizza shop that does serve raw beef as a... That's, <laughs> Can you believe this shit? And he's the, he's the cunt that tells everybody he's not on the take. He's literally on the take. I was wow. screenshot today from another insider. A lot of insiders. I'm like a, a reporter now when it comes to this. A lot of <laughs> Sources say. <laughs> I can't say the name, but uh, it was a screenshot from North Shore Eats about the steak tips at F355. In- and... Just a funny, a funny phrase. I thought it was interesting. The wording he used describe how F three fifty five has the best steak tips in Peabody. Now that's a an odd thing to say because everyone knows a certain place named Champions Pub has yeah. the best steak tips in Peabody. 
best steak dips ever is an argument. Some people like other places, but in Peabody, come on. Yeah, they're, they're in the talks for best steak tips ever. In the world. Like, not, not just Peabody, so. So how do you word it, Mike? There's a new champion in the steak tip game in Peabody. The fucking balls on this cock. Sounds like he's getting writing tips from our other friend. That was actually, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was impressed. It was subtle. Yeah. But, like, the balls. Mm. There are other places besides Champions and Peabody serving delicious steaks. Our sponsor, Patty Kelly's. Patty Kelly's. But I'm not going to sit here, even though I'm sponsored by them, and lie to you. Right. I, have, I have integrity. Patty Kelly's is better for a lot of reasons. Certain late-night times at Patty Kelly's, the, the tightness of the shirts, we have a lot of things. Yep. Yep. But tip game, Patty Kelly's is fine. They're they're a delicious steak to champions pub is like it's the first it's a different it's a whole other level it's a whole different category it's like when you're talking like like you know th there's a few that come right to mind but it, but champions right there and for and I would always say for home cooking doms it's like they're on that same discussion it's like it's just it's the best period. Uh it's it's also what's also a little more insider information because again I have insider tips. Oh sources, man, sources. Say that the prime steak at F three fifty five, yeah, may not be prime. Well, it might be using choice. Well, here's a funny thing. Oh, you got something for me, do you? Here's here's a funny thing that that places will do. Um. And this, this actually, this was something that I learned. Uh, it was basically, it was, it was surrounding uh, Subway. So, you know, I do a $5 foot long. And then they got, in, they got into trouble because someone was actually measuring them out and they were only 10 inches long. And Subway counters with, oh, we never said it's actually units of measurement. It's a branding tool. It's a marketing tool. It's, it's, it's what we call it. Doesn't doesn't mean it actually has to be it. And Subway won. So and and then it came out that a lot of restaurants will do that too. They'll call it it's a prime steak. That doesn't mean they're using prime meat. That means that they're using the word prime to describe how wonderful their meat is. Doesn't mean it's actually prime meat. It's a real shitty tactic. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. So, anyways, that's my whole my original point about those kinds. I want to spend the rest of the whole episode on Greg and everything I hate. I will just not support any place that he supports. That's a, a stance on if Greg Bates supports your place, I don't. Fun fact, my inside source likes you. Oh, nice. He's not the biggest fan of your former co-workers or co-worker in your replacement. Just a second. Well, not many people are. <laughs> was squid. I like the word squid. It, it captures things. Yep, yep. Squids. So that's... that's... Squid. Yeah, yeah. Based off, come back up. I have a couple of restaurants on my list that he may have ruined. One restaurant that he definitely was involved in ruining. But that's fine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I know what you're talking about. And, and again, first-hand knowledge of, yes, how terrible of a human being he was to them. Uh, and then to jumping. Hmm? Jumpies. Yeah, yeah. Froggies, jumpies. There you go. If you're Froggies. A, uh, if, what a frog does is hops along. It's hopping. That might be uh -huh. hopping. <laughs> I mean, that literally might be their last name. <laughs> yeah. I know. I yeah, no, I, I remember having a, a long conversation with them about him. Uh, and, and it just, at that point, it was well after all the Turtle Boy nonsense. And, like, he was just, you know. It, he was what he was, but it was just like even heightened level of enraging because of how nice these people are. And it's like, dude, you really like you're you're literally fucking over this family that like, you know, they're the only people working in their restaurant. They're working two jobs and they're, you know, bouncing. Like it was like it was it was it was pretty fucked up to, to, to hear what he was doing. To literally go to a mom and pop barbecue. That's a size of my shoe. And it's mm -hmm. amazing. And then when they don't want to, you run them out of business and it bad them. They have enough trouble. Why do they ask for help? 
Yeah. That's how that's where he preys on the vulnerable. I just saw a comment that there was only getting bits and pieces of sound. Are you hearing me okay? I'm just making sure. Probably Jay's. Oh. All right, just just checking. Perfectly. All right. Fine. All right, just checking. Because uh, I got I got some some new audio stuff, and I'm I'm you know I'll unplug it and just go back to my Bluetooth if I have to. But there is a bell. Can anyone else everyone else hear this? I, I will do a check. Someone type in. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? There's people listening. They're here, so they must they must hear us. Right. Right. All right. Uh, so I you know for this topic, uh, the one I I will always go to. Um, oh, I hear Mike, but Andy's garbled. Oh, it's you. It's you. <laughs> I a bit. How am I cutting on a bit? I'm the one with the fucking Wi-Fi. Are you shitting me? Oh, that's actually better. That sounded better on my my end. If I go here. Yeah. Well, I mean, visually, it's a nightmare. But oh yeah, everybody's saying you're you're in and out. You're fucking me. I'm at home in Wi-Fi. I guess I'm sitting in a car, looking like a, a fucking hostage video over here. But I'm clear as a bell. <laughs> Fuck did this happen? This is bullshit. Mike, can you fucking get your house away, please? <laughs> it's, it's not me. <laughs> it's I know. not me. I'd have the laptop open. I'd be able to do it on the laptop. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but we have the phone issue anyway. <laughs> Fuck you, Ferg. Catching <laughs> fucking heat. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe lift your phone up like you're checking for a signal there. Like, Hello, how many now? How many... Talk like a pizza. Hold like a pizza. <laughs> Maybe how many bars you got? Actually, it does sound better that way. But fucking um, 5G and Wi-Fi, motherfucker. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, do you? Oh, do you now? How about now? <laughs> Can you hear me better now if I fucking stare at the ceiling fan? Is that better? I know it's wonderful. It's more appealing visually than my fucking it's wonderful. Face. <laughs> Anywho, while well, you try to figure that out. Um, so, so one that comes up in your group uh, anytime this topic is discussed, and it's one that, that near and dear to my heart, uh, is always Full of Bull. Uh, full of Bull was, like, my spot, especially, like, in high school. Uh, and not only, like, is it sad, because Full of Bull not only served good roast beef sandwiches, also a good spot to grab a beer when you were underage back in the 90s. Um, maybe why they shut down. I don't know. But... <laughs> But um, it was even a bigger sin that it got replaced by a McDonald's. Like, that felt even more like rubbing salt in the wound type of thing. I actually have never been to Fullable. Never, really? In my life, I, mean, I didn't leave fucking Peabody. I didn't go to Peabody. You know, that actually oh. makes some sense because we, we were talking about this. Uh, we were texting about this. And you had no idea what a what, what Bickford's was. I knew, or, it existed, or, but I didn't know we had one in Peabody. Yes, yes, there was one in Peabody on Route One, and then one further down in Saugus on Route One. Uh, and yeah, because I, I think I sent you one of those. Um, was it uh, the North Shore, like Square One Mall Gothic had had yeah. one of their meetings or something like that? And um, it was talking about like uh, you know, it, it was basically alluding to the fact they'd rather die than sit in the non-smoking section of Bickford's, which is absolutely true. It didn't matter if you were a smoker or not back in the day. The non-smoking section was, was just, it was, it was like the uncool table. It was basically the equivalent of that. It's care. where the grandparents went at, at 3 o'clock in the morning. I know we had a Bickford's worth going to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a Bickford's. I wouldn't, you know, it's like worth going to was like, oh, we need a place to go drink coffee and smoke cigarettes at one o'clock in the morning. Let's go to Bickford's. Same exact thing. Drink coffee <laughs> smoke cigarettes. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was at fucking Land and Sea getting milkshakes thrown at windows. Yeah. Where was this? Wendy's is? No, it's, you know, uh, Brothers uh, Brothers Cuisina there, right, right, right off the Linfield line. Yeah, okay, I got you, yeah. So, like, kind of like right across from where, if you're if you're across the other side of the highway, basically, Spinelli's is over there. That's about to be a weed dispensary soon. Spinelli's? No, no, uh, uh, Bickford's old location, the brothers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They they bought that. So I remember um, we had the we had the brothers people in uh, when I was doing the Wicked Bites Radio, and they talked about how like they the weed people like basically signed the lease for lack of a better term like years ago it was one of those things like they were just they had to wait for all the laws and all the regulations and all the licensing and all that shit but they had that 
deal done like probably f- at least five years ago. Well, rumor is it's relatives of the owners of Brother Casino. That would make a lot more sense yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. Smart business. They didn't want to run a restaurant. They wanted to sell weed. My daughter Smart. went to school for horticulture at mm-hmm. to the tech. And, mm-hmm. you know, she wants to be a florist. And I said to her yesterday, dead serious, did you know what the best cash crop in the world is? And she gave me a dirty look. And I said, do you know it? Like, <laughs> Washington, fucking cash crop, marijuana. She's out there selling. So I go, let's get a bunch of land. And Martha Washington was a hip, hip, hip lady, man. <laughs> She'd roll a fat joint for him, man. <laughs> but I, I mean, we got some acreage in Maine. Yeah. God, let's, let's grow it. I'm ready to fucking be a, I'll be a weed farmer all day. Fucking Ferg turning into goddamn Randy Marsh over here. Here's Integrity a, Ferg. <laughs> thing about the weed, the weeds. Mm. Andrew, Andy Ferg can't handle the marijuanas. There's well, we've discussed that. Yeah. Happened again, Mike. Monday night, popped a, a weed gummy. 10.30, DoorDash was at my house, dropping off McDonald's. Goddamn, what is that? It is a... <laughs> they just... It, it, and I was... I'm talking, I was like a crackhead at my window, fiending for what that... That was drugs. That was fucking food they're bringing. I was... Jesus. I, the second I take a fucking, it's a shitty little tiny gummy. The second I take it, it is, it's right. Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> also, I've been, I've been intermittent fasting a lot. And mm-hmm. 24 hours without eating. That's my new thing. Uh-huh. Fuck, you go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now you're freezing. You're having all kinds of issues. How am I, how am I making this work from a fucking car? <laughs> my technical difficulties, but we're gonna get through them like we do. Hey, the banner looks great. <laughs> so yeah, if I t- if I if I take a, a marijuana gummy, there's a hundred percent chance I'm getting food delivered to my house late night and wait. I, I just I think it's funny that we do the same goddamn thing. Anytime we get high, there's the empty fucking monstrosity of McDonald's the next morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just it's like what? Why? <laughs> well, here's the problem too: is I'm trying to lose weight, and I'm gaining weight. The reason I'm taking the gummies is they get me a little buzzed up. This fucking camera, so I don't need to fucking drink triple IPA. <laughs> so that's it's a, it's a catch twenty-two. I'm better off drinking triple IPAs and not getting fucking McDonald's at one in the morning. If that makes sense. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe you'll figure figure out your rhythm. I gotta, you know what we used to call when I worked at a, a now defunct restaurant that I met my wife at, Sequels in Danvers. Equals, never heard of that one. It was the Fantasy Island of the Danvers Salem line. Okay. And then they closed, so um, Sequels became the new restaurant, and I knew the owner, so I got a job bartending there. And we used to call it Buzz Maintenance, when you would. Do a cocktail of things to have you have fun, but also not fall asleep. My method was I would take fat burners, stacker twos. Yep. With the ephedrine. This was the early 2000s when we could. This, this, this was pre FDA regulations. A lot of the other people would do um, painkillers and cocaine. But I did. Oh, I did old school. Small amount of painkillers, lots of booze, and stacker twos. That was my buzz maintenance. Which is one of my favorite phrases of all time because it literally is perfect. Buzz it, maintenance, I like that. Enough, but be more alert enough and not too alert to function as a bartender. Huh. Damn, was I good at it? There you go. There you go. What was the place um, on? It was on your. You were in the comments section. You and uh, Jeff were talking about it that you uh, waited tables at. Damon's. Uh, maybe, yeah. Damon's, yeah. I was. That was my first. Um, job as a waiter uh it was this cool restaurant that had 10 foot wide like six foot like 10 by 10 tv screens all mm-hmm. across like, st- st- stadium style so everyone's okay. table would face the tv so if you were there to watch a game five different games on five tvs as big as your sister's ass and every table faced the tvs i make so much fucking money there 
On where a, where was it? It's um, Route 1 where Carabas became, and then now it's something else next to Holiday Inn. Linfield Peabody Line. I, I know, I know exactly where that is. I don't. I never remember that being there. I remember them. I remember them doing that at uh, the Big Dog, uh, further up on, in Linfield. Yep. Uh, this was the Big Dog. Better TVs, more seating. Um, worse. The food was terrible. Yeah. Um, I remember the management sucked there so bad. It was the night of the college football national championship of football of college, and there was three waiters on for the whole building because it was a Monday night. And the manager didn't realize there was a huge on that night. And asses handed to us to the point where me and my buddy stopped going to certain other tables. Like, didn't even take new tables. They came in, sat down. We didn't go. Sorry. Right. We don't have the time or the energy to deal with you. We had two cooks, huh. one bartender, three waiters. The place sat over a thousand people. That big, huh? It was, oh, no, it was huge. It was stadium, I guess that stadium seating, all these tables on the floor, next level up, all these tables, next level up, all these tables. The back row had these huge booths that would sit 10 people. When was this? Uh, 98, 99, maybe. Fuck, I don't remember that at all. And uh, the guy who ran the, um, the TV, he was in charge of changing the game when something happened, is Seth Holland yep. from Family Guy's brother. No shit. Fun little sidebar, yeah. Family Guy wasn't yeah. a It was like a kind of cute show those that, that had gotten kicked off of Fox. He's like, my brother's show got kicked off and That happened later. That that was I, I feel like I feel like Family Guy was because ninety seven, ninety eight South Park had just started. They were on their first season. Family Guy I don't think hit till like two, early two thousand, like two thousand three, two thousand four. Huh? I knew about it when you talked to you about it. I was, I was impressed. I remembered it. It's like standard foul or something like that. Yeah I'm I'm pretty sure that I think your dates are off. I think uh, that's, that's what I think it is. I think your dates are off. I wasn't 21 yet, though. I was in college. I'll, I'll figure this out after we're done recording. I'll, yeah, figure that. Figure, figure I'll, it I'll, out. I'll go to imright.com and prove myself correct. <laughs> uh, and it's funny because uh, the only place I ever waited tables actually just closed last week. Uh, it was the Swampscott Unos. Oh. Yeah. Finally closed. Uh, I, yeah, I guess. I, I thought it was closed for a while, but but I guess it just closed this past week. Uh, I waited there for about a year. I was god-awful. I I was the worst, most disinterested waiter ever. Well, waiting tables is way harder than bartending. Yeah, I never did. I never bartended either. Oh, bartending is so easy. You're already there. You're not going anywhere. You're not chasing food around. You just stand. Well, it, wasn't even, it, it wasn't even that. I just don't really like people. <laughs> better for a bartender, a surly bartender. No, it, it definitely is better for a bartender. But waiting tables, yeah, I like. What one of my one of my proudest moments uh, waiting tables was. Uh, it was a father with his two daughters, and uh, they order. You know, they're ordering food, food, and they ask what the sides are. And I'm like, oh, there's you know fries and this and that, and there's steamed vegetables and blah blah blah. And he goes, Mike purchased. Uh, a, Fucking renovations, man. They got to tear up my goddamn guest bathroom floor right now. I can't fucking move in. Fuck <laughs> oh, yes. Living in my car down by the river. <laughs> but uh, so the, the father asks, um, what are the steamed vegetables? And I I knew it in my head. I go, you get, you're going to have to commit to not getting a tip on this one. And I just leaned in right in the eyes. And I go, sir, those are vegetables that are steamed. Right, they're steamed vegetables. His daughters laughed. He did not. Oh. No tip. <laughs> Zero tip. It's funny. The reason I my first bartending job was at the ninety nine in yeah. Salem, and you can't get a bartending job unless you are a bartender. They don't what? hire. They don't hire non bartenders. So how do you get a job? So I mean, you 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 would have had to previously have bartending experience. Exactly. I didn't. I was a young boy. I I'm fresh out of bartending college. I got my degree in tending. Yep. I lied to a friend of mine, told her I used to bartend at Damon's, which yep. is now defunct and closed. I lied on my application that I bartended at Damon's. So my first Track shift it down. 99 was my first shift bartending ever. There you go. But got myself in the door. Fucking bartending is easy. Yep. They dumb shit. Served drink. I, I mean, I would assume, especially like, I feel like places like, you know, 99, especially like the, the Cheney type places are better to start in because sure. it's not it doesn't seem like they're very complicated most of the stuff you do is pour beer like and and most of the drinks you would make i'm assuming 
they're named after the ingredients, like a Jack and Coke. Yes. Uh, that was during the Cosmo age, though. But once you make... Was it? Once you make one Cosmo, it's easy. They're fucking easy. It's not complicated. They're really, like, four ingredients. Shake them over ice. You got like, absolute citron back then. A little squirt of black, a little squirt of fucking cranberry. Shake it up. Shake it up. <laughs> fucking dump it in a thing. See you later. Go fuck. Oh, triple sec, too. Don't be the triple sec. Mm. Oh, you basic white bitch. Have a nice night. Here's your $18 drink. I'm going to spill half of it as I serve it to you. Um, the owner's a champion. Was a yeah. big um, Cosmo drinker back th back when I worked there. And mm -hmm. she was really particular about her Cosmos. So when they'd come in, after they'd go to some event, like they'd all come in 10 o'clock on a Saturday after our game or some party, and I would be pulled aside as the only one allowed to make Jody's Cosmos. Apparently, I mixed those four ingredients really well. Not bad being the boss's favorite. And that that same night that she told me I was her favorite, one of her friends asked me to bang his wife in front of him. Well, hell of a night. Wait, wait. Um, he asked you to bang his wife in front of him as in he's going to watch her as he asked if no, he, he was asking in front of him. Go home with yeah. his wife so he can yeah. have sex with her. And? I was married, Mike. I declined. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know you were married. Oh yeah, no. I, I, I when I was running champions, I was married the whole time. Oh, I didn't know that. No, that's why I don't work at champions anymore, Mike. Because, because <laughs> men were just throwing their wives at you. <laughs> they were witnesses. Oh, take my wife, please. My wife, diamond earrings. Um, twice. I bought them two years ago for it, and again last yesterday. And I didn't know that. I'm stupid. I forgot I bought her the same gift twice. Wow. I was so excited to give her these earrings last night because we don't really do birthday presents, but okay. she with me, she she puts up with everything that comes along with being my husband. Right, right. My wife, my wife, yeah, Freudian slip. So I'm like, I'm gonna buy her some nice diamond earrings. I go to right. Macy's. I, I shop at Macy's. Macy's is great. Literally the best department store in the world. Buy these earrings. I spend decent coin on them. I'm not gonna tell you how much, but a substantial amount. Give them to her. She opens the box, looks at me and smirks and says, you gave me the same earrings two years ago. <laughs> I'm upset. She then goes upstairs, Mike, and puts on the earrings I gave her two years ago and wears them to dinner. Not the ones I bought her two days ago. So here's my point. I yep. go back to Macy's today with the earrings, and I'm going to return them and exchange them for something else of equal or lesser value. I'm not spending more. I'm already pissed. Um, this um, Chiquita, this Mamacita, rolls up to me wearing skin-tight leather pants, hips the Did she, she work there? Huh? Did she work there? Yeah, she's a jewelry salesperson. Okay. She comes up to me to help me, sell me jewelry. I say, excuse me, I'd like to return these earrings. I bought them for my wife, I didn't go Chevy Chase who said, said she was dead or that we're divorced. I was, I was waiting for you to finish to drop the can't see the line, Russ. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just like, yeah, I bought these for my wife, but I had bought the same thing twice. I'd like to exchange them for something else. I had picked out a necklace that matched the earrings. Perfect, diamond, beautiful. Beautiful. So she does the whole transaction and she says to me, we have the matching earrings for this necklace. I said, I don't need the matching earrings. If you weren't paying attention, I already bought them two years ago. If I come home with more earrings, this would make no sense. And she's like, okay, well, here's my card if you change your mind. Okay. Said, Great, thank you. Sure. Then she pulled her card back and wrote her, her cell phone number on the card. Why is Anna, the little smoke mamacita, giving me her cell phone number for a commission that's probably not that much because the earrings were $300. It wasn't like I was buying $6,000 earrings. So I had the opportunity. And Why I indeed? I wanted to go in my trash and get the card to yep. be a disloyal husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely, I could, I could easily. And if I was single, I would. Mm. This is fully in, in the wheelhouse. This is... This is stuff. This is a genre of porn, this woman. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, thick hips, nice lips. You know, what you should, you know, should be like, hey, you know, maybe join the beef group. I'll slide into your DMs soon. Yeah, that's the thing I'm not doing. I also, I'm getting accused of being a creep. I'm trying this new contest. Just yeah, you're being contest. a fucking creep, dude. <laughs> I don't want to see Calvin get a bukkake in his face, but Dan Bob's taint again. I've seen enough. Can I just get some fucking people not going to dip? This is the world you have created. I just don't want to see it. It's disgusting. We used to get women who would post. It was fun. And I would yeah. get people out because they'd be inappropriate. I wouldn't be inappropriate. I would just watch the. It'd be great. It's great for content. It has followers. I haven't had a, uh -huh. had a woman post in months. No. Months. It's no. literally just fucking Calvin either taking fucking gym selfies or fucking bukkake pictures of his fucking face and his red beard, or Dan Bob not sleeping, beefing next to his kid. I don't need, I, it's all wholesome and beautiful. I don't need to see it again. I'd like to see some variety. And then uh -huh. I would appreciate a little, a little variety. Now, I sure. it to get laid. I wouldn't do a contest. I would just, like you said, slide into DMs, like some people who run groups apparently do. Tonight on North Shore Beefs, everyone gets laid. <laughs> North Shore Beefs is now called The Pit. The Pit. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> so. It's, uh, it, it definitely, I, when I read the post, it definitely felt like you were, uh, you were, you were starting a, a North Shore Beefs, like, Tinder fucking thing. That, just, and for some, like, you, you were, you were just, you're populating it with, with women and, and, and yeah, yeah, and like, it's one of those posts, I knew what you were doing, but I also know the people that are in this group and that follow you, and I knew exactly how the reaction was going to come across. I, the second I posted it, the first comment, I think, was there, I said, oh, here we go. Yep. And I, I said, fuck it, I'm going to own it, I don't care. I just, the group is, this is a fact, the group is 74.4% men. It is 25% women. Andy, that math doesn't add up. It is 0.6% other. I looked on the, before we started this. There are 0.6% of the group members who don't identify as a man or a woman. Right. And the, the people are like, oh, I wouldn't know what to post. I said, I don't care if it's you and your dog and eating a beef. I don't care if you're wearing a fucking turtleneck and a fucking mask. I'm just tired of seeing the same fucking fat guys or the guys who put the camera on the center console and aim it up at their fucking chin. They can't fucking record for shit. My fucking phone's falling. Yeah, but at least I can hear you now. Okay. So that was the point of the post. I wasn't trying to get spank bank material. Internet exists. I don't need to jerk off to a girl eating a beef. It's not my, it's not my kink. <sighs> I know what I like in it. <laughs> I didn't know what it is. I use the phrase be sexy. And that, that's what screwed me up. Yeah. It, there was, well, there was two things. That was one, and and also you saying if you're if you're not comfortable, here's my email. No, I said if you don't have Facebook, you know what you were saying. You know what you were saying. That, that one there, that one there. I'm like, I guess. Come on, come on. Be sexy and send me your sexy videos. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. I guess that that was. Didn't think of that one. I knew the, the Again, I, I knew what you, your, your intentions were in the right place. You know how many fucking but. these beef skanks over the years have slid in? I don't, I don't slide back. I no. do have some girl from China right now messaging me on Instagram asking me if I'm a chef, and I, I'm just I'm, I'm confused by what she wants. I, the, they, are, they are wonderful, aren't they? The random, you have a message request. Zero followers. Yeah. Big tits. Like, oh, yeah, this is real. Oh, she's, <laughs> yeah. she's, hot. she's just a Chinese girl who's using Google Translate to talk to me. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm having fun. I'm like, yeah. Are you a chef? I go, kind of. What is that? Kind mean? of. <laughs> Tonight I smothered my kielbasa and white bread with fucking mustard. <laughs> I'm a chef. <laughs> it was quite delicious, if we're going to be honest. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not knocking it. It looked what, fucking what wonderful. Not? Top things in the world. What's that? Boiled kielbasa is the answer. Yes, I actually had some of that uh, what, two night, uh, two or three nights ago. Yeah, it's 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 wonderful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, what else do we got? 
Oh, we, we can we can circle back to the um, the restaurants. Like we have a whole list of restaurants to get to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we. What? I mean, uh, there is a there is there is one thing though, which I really enjoy, is I like to watch these um, these foodie type shows. Wow, Timmy Boomsauce coming in with the cheese whiz. He reads the posts. I know. <laughs> you know, like when you the show you used to be on and the Phantom Gourmet, I really enjoy when they recycle content especially when the place is closed for years now. And you watch the show and they're describing this great place and this experience and they out themselves as clowns. Because <clears throat> I, I forgot uh, I, I, just now uh, that, I, that this, that was how this all started. That's how yeah. this topic started. Um, all right. I'll tell oh. the story. I'll tell the story. You're welcome for that. Facility. So, so last week, uh, it was actually right after we finished last week's show. Yeah, Wednesday, was it? Uh, yeah, something like that. And I, I get a message uh, from this, this per marketing person who I haven't talked to in years. And, and just say, hey, how you doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. I see you in Florida, blah, blah, blah. blah. Thanks, for, thanks for reposting that, that, those pictures of, of the place that you did eight years ago yeah. I, I said I don't, I don't know what you're talking about I start looking at my thing and I'm like I I'm like I haven't posted shit today and then it dawned on me and I go over and I'm like oh oh yeah so um, recycling it's not only recycling your own old content but like it's when it's my shit. Your old content, yes. And by the time I went over and looked at it, there was already another one of my segments there. So there was two, like, within 24 hours. And I was like, here's the thing. It doesn't bother me in, in, in the normal respect of it. For, for me, it's like it was something that I always um, fought with and struggled with with him. And, and it was basically like, we are in, like, this, is, this isn't a hobby. This isn't, uh, you know, uh, like something we do for fun. This was the job. Content creating in the food genre was what we did for a job. So there's, and, and it's what they currently do. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I can post daily brand new content and I don't work in the industry, but they're using fucking six, seven, eight-year-old shit and trying to repurpose it as new, to me, like, it's, it, it was always, it always felt embarrassing. It was, it was kind of similar to, um, and it's lazy. It's, it's, that, that's ultimately, and when I did work there, that was my problem with it. It's lazy content creating where it doesn't, especially where it doesn't have to be. You know, it was like when, when I was working there and, I was putting together like a commercial or something like that. And, and, or more importantly, he was, if he's editing a commercial and he's like, Oh, you need a shot of chicken wings. And I'm like, well, yeah, we've done eight years and probably a hundred different shots of chicken wings. I'm sure they're there. No, I'm just going to buy stock footage of, of, of chicken wings uh, of beer. Like there was no excuse for us to buy footage of anything to do with a bar. Like we, that was kind of the wheelhouse happened all the time. And it was that kind of lazy that, that just revolved into let's just, you know, let's repurpose this and let's reuse that and let's reuse. It's like, dude, like literally take a picture of food. It sounds like he took your advice though. Now he's, what? Just, he's not buying it. He's doing it. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, I, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I have like, I have no access to watch the show, uh, so I have no idea what their commercials look like. But I'm sure they're still, you know, buying shit like that. I have all the access to watch the show, but choose not to out of sanity. <laughs> Never. On for um, it was one time. I'm gonna say it lasted 30 seconds in the overplayed accent and the squeaky voice and the fucking haircut, and then. Captain Cuck showed up, made me an awkward <clears throat> fucking with some girl who didn't want to be on camera. 
And it Did was he stand there with his hands on his hips in the Superman pose? So fucking cringy. I just like, I cannot believe this is, I can't believe they pay people to be on, t to be on TV. Yeah. We, yeah. I gotta, I gotta get back looking into being on radio so I can be mainstream. Yeah. No, no, I just wanna, yeah. I wanna do one show so I can be mainstream. No show on 4.9. Eric is always asking me if I wanna do it. I just gotta, yeah. gotta get a price. It's actually water. I'm I'm in my car, Josh. I can't yeah. I can't drink on the show anymore. It's super fucking boring. <laughs> Go to Pound Town. Couple couple more weeks, I'll finally have a home. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was like that kind of that set me off on the like oh well you know old content old thing lazy content creating and and it's one of his staples. Oh, let's talk about the hell pop again. All right, let's do that. Who, uh, it, yeah, exactly. Tied it right into the fucking show topic. <laughs> exactly. I ate at the Hilltop's old location last night. I went and saw Vinny at 110. 110, yeah. Now, here's a funny thing. I like Vinny. like that I like Vinny. Yeah. Um, he's the manager there. Yep. My wife has the, the celiac, and that's a great place for people with that illness. Mm -hmm. He orders a truly, you know, fucking seltzer, because that's gluten-free. I ordered yeah. a cloud candy, a big, tall cloud candy. I already had one. This is number two. That's the limit. I'm driving. I'm only having two tall double IPAs because I'm a responsible adult. Right. He brings me over a three-quarters full 22-ounce other drink. I go, what is this? He messed up and poured me a main lunch by accident. What the fuck's a main lunch? Main Brewing Company. Oh. And then I, th I, thought it was, I thought it was like a drink. No, no. Main Brewing Company and lunch is the, the, the style of <laughs> It's their double IPA. It's a very highly rated, delicious beer. Gotcha. In front of me is roughly 40 ounces of double IPA. Actually, single IPA and double IPA. I have a tall 20-ounce cloud candy and 18 ounces of fucking main lunch. I have to bring my – I have to drive. And it's not like your wife can share with you. No. I, did, I, I, had, I had to walk and didn't finish all. I had to. My, I have to be an adult. Yeah. You know, then I get home and get hammered. But I'm not driving. But anyways. Right. That place is fun. That's that's one example of a defunct place, gone, a closed place that became something decent, better than being gone. Because the hilltop, yeah. you know, hilltop was fucking weird. I used, I worked in hilltop once. I worked there yeah. on shift, four hours, and I never went back. That was the worst waiting job of all time. I think it was one of those things. Um, I think the hilltop was good before we were old enough to appreciate it, and then it kind of went downhill. And because when when I was able to, you know, go and, and enjoy it, the 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 meat shop was always better than the restaurant. Like I, I would go there a million times to get meat as opposed to get, you know, go and sit there. Sioux City, too. That fucking shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was fine. It was it wasn't bad. It was just it, it went from something. And I think it's also because back then there wasn't. A, a, a different restaurant every five feet. You know, it's like that. It was the hilltop. That was it. That's why there was a fucking line a mile long to go sit and eat, eat steak tips. Their, um, their lobster pie was, was the best ever when I was younger. Yeah, it was good. It was $30 in 1993, though, so. So I got my first and only shift there as a waiter. I got paired with some, you know, sassy old broad to train me. Some some And she's telling me how to do it. There's no, like, ordering system if you wanted steak tips. Right. They were so many steak tips at all times. Right. Walk up and yell what you want. I need steak tips, medium rare. And I was 18. And I'm awkward yeah. as fuck still then, now, whatever. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't just yell. Yeah. I'm not screaming. Put it in the <laughs> fucking order. Yeah, it was the worst shift of all time. I didn't get paid. I walked out and left. All set. Don't need this shit anymore. My buddy's father was a general manager. And he's like, where are you going? And I'm like, fuck this place. Fuck, you, <laughs> fuck this place. Fuck everybody. I'm not working at No, thanks. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what else do we got? We got about, uh, looks like, what, about 15, 20 minutes left? I mean, do you have a restaurant, any more restaurants you want to talk about that are gone? Because I have a list. I mean, th there's there's a ton, but go ahead if you got the list. I mean, the ground round in Salem, I, I cried real tears. Yeah, the, ground, the ground round was definitely one I went to a lot as a kid. I had the I had the whole collection of those little fucking uh, baseball helmets. They had the best nachos when I was like twenty two. Okay, 
delicious nachos, just basic ground beef and black beans and you know all the stuff. They had good draft beers, ice cold. Get the fucking cinnamon things you dip. The, delicious. Ground round was like the 99 before the 99 existed. It was always fine. Right. Which I loved. Bennigan's. Yeah. Bennigan's. <laughs> was literally my, my fucking early 20s was Bennigan's. Yep, yep. Starting fights, drinking for free, pool tables. Oh, pay what you weigh. Remember that from ground round, pay what you weigh? Yep. yep. That was that kid. Didn't work out for me. I'm sure you can't. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, Bennigan's is, is my entire 20s. Oh, here's yeah. one. So here's one um, that was closed, reopened under the same name, but was definitely not the same place. The old Golden Banana. Yeah, it's a, definitely a different experience than it was. The old Golden Banana with the cages and the pitchers of beer and, and just the, the – I, I just – I remember the old lady waitress that would just serve you pitchers of beer, have a – dog shit attitude and it was great it was it was a place with literally the definition of charm it was like and that it's basically what the cabaret still is now but yeah. i was uh the, the pga senior tour did the u.s open at sailing country club yeah in the 2000s and i went to it i actually I, yeah. I was hanging out with a guy from bennigan's who was working the event he was mm -hmm. in rentals he was like in charge of the facilities gave us free tickets to go to the thing the day the day the day after went there he walks up. He goes, you guys bored yet? I go, yeah. He goes, you want to ride to the banana? And he went to the banana. And it was the old <laughs> banana, pre. Yeah. It was like, this yeah. is fucking, what a day. We had a hell, I felt a hell of a day. S staying in, in that general area, uh, another one that um, I fucking, I definitely shed a tear for this one, uh, the Bel Air Diner. Yeah, that's where right. I was. Um, it's it's uh, Red. Well, I mean, the Red. place is where Red's is now, but I mean, that was like as classic tin can diner as you fucking ever got. Uh, I, I that was my that was actually my high school years. Like I spent like multiple times a week. I would go there. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a good one. That was sad to see go. No, um, good. I mean, a good diner. I I remember uh, oddly uh, calling out Chris Farley's death in the in the Bel Air diner. Excuse me. Yeah, no, it was a weird one. Like, they had that old fucking shitty TV that the sound didn't work on it. And uh, at one point, I was sitting there having my coffee. I look up, and I see Chris Farley on TV, and I'm like, ah, that guy better be careful. He's going to die one of these days. Cut to Chris Farley found dead. It's like, oh, wow, okay. You killed him. Your fault. So from that point on, every time I saw John Papa on TV, I'm like, he's going to die. Never happened. Son of a bitch, lost weight. <laughs> Don't give him the run. Nope. How about a uh, porthole in Lynn? Yeah, that was a good one. I, it's funny. This is a bad story to tell because I was. It's about drunk driving. As a young boy in my early twenties, I would leave. Um, what's the fucking place in Salem that's closed now that LB was part of? What was that? Uh, it's a Nissan Rogue. Uh, uh, keep going. What was the uh, Scuttlebutts that LB owned part of? So I'd leave Scuttlebutts in Salem or O'Neill's. Remember Scuttlebutts? No. Well, Scuttlebutts was this uh, bar in downtown Salem across from the fire station on the second floor. And LB from AAF was a part owner. So if you wanted to watch LB take the girl you're talking to, go to Scuttlebutts because he took everyone's girl. Um, nice. Place, great place to get into a fight. Um, great place to play pool. They'd always play um, great song, good dance floor, whores everywhere. Awesome. <laughs> so you'd go to Scuttlebutts till about 1130. Yeah. You'd leave Scuttlebutts like this because you were – I've been in Scuttlebutts for a long time. You also pre-gamed drinking fucking Heffern refers at home. Yeah. Because you're, you know, a smart kid. And I would, right. I would, I could get to um, the porthole through Swampskit from Scuttlebutts drunk. Yep. But I couldn't get there sober. I tried once when I was, I, I, how do we get there? I could drive to this place. It's all these weird winding turn roads through neighborhoods in Swampskit. All of a sudden you're in Lynn. And that was the greatest place for fighting for potentially fucking, and to get in was hard, but I knew the bouncer, so walk up. What's up, Sonny? High five, boom, I'm partying. Till what, 2 a.m.? Yeah, they well, that, they were always famous for having the latest last call. That, that was why it was always the, the, the drunks, they'd finish up, we'd finish up in Boston and haul ass down to get one last round at, at the porthole. You know what else is good, was good back then was it's closed now, so it fits topic. Leaving Bennigan's, Heading up Route One to Chevy's, which is now I don't remember that one. Chevy's is where Hooters is. 
It was just a shitty Mexican. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Okay, I do I do remember that. I do remember that. Oh? Yep, that, and that's also, so that's right by the, where the Saugus uh, Bickfords was. I don't think it's the same. I think it's like the next thing up was the Saugus Bickfords. Uh, I got into a, uh, a a fake fight with uh, former ECW legend Raven wow. at that Bickford. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I, I saw um, – I had a, I had, had interactions uh, with, with Raven a few times. Him and Perry Saturn uh, used to be regulars at the old Golden Banana. So we used to see him, and we used to chat and have chicken wings and beers there. And I was with a couple of guys I worked with, obviously didn't know that we kind of knew each other not know each other but we knew enough of each other's face that i was fine to approach him but we're there we had been drinking and i'm like i'm gonna go fucking kick raven's ass well fuck that guy fucking fake fighter and uh my buddy's like well, and i'm like fuck that and i get up i stumble my way over there and i slide in next one i go let's fake fight and we just start fucking going for like and my buddy start running and we just were howling fucking rolling and they were scared shitless uh so that was my uh what's that neither one of you was small no like he's a pro wrestler and i'm me yeah yeah so so yeah that was my uh my my fun with raven at at the bickfords and saugus at like one o'clock in the fucking morning in the smoking section of course i'd be why aren't we all dying slowly right now you know what I miss? Um, what restaurant closed? And Greg Bates didn't close this restaurant, but he could have. Yeah. Or is in Boston by, by the Garden. Yep. My favorite pre Celtics pre Bruins spot. The one, um, one of my favorite hockey bars uh, was the Sports Depot in Alston, uh, which turned into uh, the Regina Pizza in Alston, which I, I'm I'm okay with. Uh, you know it it. It, because I like Regina and good, good fucking pizza. And they kept the big bar area with TVs and stuff like that. So fine dollar slices and hockey. I can still watch, but like there was a time like before that cup winning team of the Bruins where the sports depot in Alston was one of the few actual hockey bars. Cause hockey was very much at the time that fourth sport that people really didn't like. Yeah. And, and I like to go there for that one. Well, yeah. Was that, that hockey was shit in the nineties. Or, or yeah. 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 Well, it's because it's embarrassing when ownership sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. They, gave, they gave Ray Bork a fucking parade. Because <laughs> that's what that's what good sports cities do. They give a parade to a guy who won somewhere else. So, yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you, Ray. He might be coming back to the week. I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fly here. Well, we, we got about what, five, ten minutes left. Uh, do you, you want to do it or you got, got a few more? I got a few more. I mean. Let's so, do it. Casa de Luca in Beverly. What is it? Casa de Luca. Oh. It's a little Italian restaurant, and they have this great business model. They copied everything Olive Garden did. Remember, uh, uh, the only reason it came to mind was, was it sounds similar. Remember uh, Pazaluna in Saugus? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was another place uh, good for underage drinking. Eastside Mario's similar business model. Yep. Here's some, yep. here's some garlic sticks in a fucking can. Some yep. pasta. Uh, somebody in the in the comments wrote Waylu's. Yeah, I mean, if you went to if you went to a high school prom, you went to Waylu's afterwards. See, it's funny. We lived one town over, but I never went south. I never went to fucking. South. Well, that well, that's just it. We, you know, because Linfield, we would go Saugus and then into some of Peabody. We wouldn't go too far into Peabody, but because you're in that area, you you wouldn't come as far as Linfield. It seems like. No, I no fuck that. Ed Goodwin. Yeah. Ed Goodwin of the Goodwin family fame that got fucked over by Bates. Press yep. Boston Beverly was in the same building, technically, as Casa de Luca. They were neighbors. Mm. Gotcha. Um, I, before I was married, I met this, this girl who turned out to be a little thicker than I thought. I was at O'Neill's, picking up some ladies, made some time with this young fat girl. <laughs> I, 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 I scored a number and a date. And I remember this. There you go. Back then, you didn't go on dates. You fucking banged her. So she's from Tosso and picked her up. My fucking Chevy Cavalier it was brown, not red. Swingers reference. Um, mm -hmm. And I said, let's go play some pool. And I took her to the press box in Beverly, which is the biggest fucking dive bar in America. 
It's yep. a tight way to happen. And we're both dressed nice. We're fucking, we're probably 21, barely. And I'm, I'm, I'm just strutting on the fucking press box, trying not to get killed by everyone there. And literally, <laughs> get the fucking, just wall-to-wall -wall pool tables and a, one, a cue stick to the swing at all times. So her and I did not have a second date. No, no. It's funny because that sounds very similar to the first date I went on after moving down here. Uh, it, I literally, I was talking to the girl and I, and I was like, she's like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, I'm looking for a place to watch the Bruins game. It was last year's playoffs in the first round. And, uh, she mentioned one, she's like, oh, well, you know, I like hockey. Let's let find, I'll go fine. So we find a place that place, uh, turned into basically it went from just being a bar to bring live music at a certain hour. And it was like 20 minutes into the game. And I'm like, this isn't what I'm here for. So. Uh, we went down the street and f down an alley, definitely a rapey alley, and walked into this place. And I, well, I'm like, all right, this looks like a dive bar. This looks like a, a real dive bar, but I can't be sure. And uh, no, it was. The, the, the fantastic bartender who gave zero fucks. I, like, I was being polite and you know, brought my beer over. Thanks. He's like, yeah, okay. And walked away. I'm like, wow. There was at least two domestics probably happening over in the corner. Sure. Uh, there, there was a dartboard right beside the saloon doors to the kitchen, which means the owner has a great sense of humor, hates his staff, because just you got drunks humming fucking darts into the kitchen. And at a certain point, and, and but more importantly, big wall TV. Great. Watching the game. And at a certain point, I didn't realize that she was trying to keep up with me. And she was smaller. And at a certain point, you get the where you pick the beer up and kind of rock back and forth and then put the beer right back down without sit it, sipping. Goes to the bathroom. In there for at least 20, possibly 30 minutes. Comes back white as a ghost. Oh, sits down. Doesn't say anything. Kind of picks the beer back up again. Does the rock back and forth. Put it down and just mumbles. I, I need to go. I'm like, okay. Okay. Never heard from her again. Did you drive her home or just send her away? I didn't drive myself there. Ah, good call. I fucking, like, I knew what my plan was for the night. I, I Ubered myself down there. Smart boy. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. I'm not sure who uh, who's the bullshit artist here, but I don't know. There's a lot going, a lot going in the chair. Huh? Chris Martin. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just, I'm trying to keep up. I can actually see it. It's, it's the first time I can actually read the chat. So I'm trying to keep up with it. I mean, I, I, I know what I said was true and I assume what you said was true. So I guess Chris Miner is just drunk. Yeah, probably. It was uh, like what I said with some fucking great story. Anyway, um, let's see. What, what do we got for time? All right, let's do cunt of the week. We're, right. we're about that time. The only, the only reason, I don't want to seem like I'm rushing, but I'm keeping an eye on the battery life of this light in the car. Because <laughs> it's going to get real fucking dark real fucking quick. And we are at about an hour, and it's starting to get a little steamy in here anyway. You know, because it's like 70 degrees. <laughs> Is it? It's 50 here. 45. Yeah. 45. 45. That's some melting going on today. It was nice. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was in the. It was in the the mid to high fifties last night when I was you know, in the Disney area. Why are you at Disney again? I went for dinner. I went to Disney Springs for dinner. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was meeting some. I was meeting some friends. Huh? How far is that from you? An hour? Hour and a half? Uh, it's two hours. If you next time you go to Disney Springs, sidebar. Yeah. I need mm. to for me if you go shopping. I'll text. Oh, okay, fine. All right. Uh, all right, cut to the week. I try to live my life, live my life every day. Keep out of strife, come what may. I try to do unto others as I'd have them do to me. But it can't be done for everyone, and now it's plain to see. You are a cunt. I'm gonna go to a um, an old an old favorite, an easy one, because I'm pissed again. Greg Bates. Yep. Greg right. Bates is the cunt of the week, and one of the reasons is our 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 episode is about 
defunct restaurants and ruined restaurants, and he ruined many, and including Hoppy's we talked about. Uh, Hoppy's Barbecue, yeah. Hoppy's Barbecue. Uh, the Hopping family had a beautiful little barbecue restaurant that had delicious. Yep. Wonderful people. Yes, nice people. They tried their best. Dad just yep. wanted to sell barbecue because he's really good at making it, and it didn't work out because he got scammed by them. But every yep. man does is shit, and I want to never let people forget that he is a scam artist, a scumbag, and a piece of shit. He's never telling the truth. When he posts on North Shore Eats, it's a lie. He's being paid to post. When he comments on a post as somebody else, because he'll comment on his own posts as a different person. Karen Alexis is a name he uses. And Karen Alexis will never disagree with him. In fact, she'll praise him for being such a good guy. So Greg Bates, with his multiple personalities and his extorting problems, his charity theft, forever might be my permanent cut of the week unless someone replaces him. Unless Hitler comes back from the grave. <laughs> unless Hitler shows back up, Greg Bates might be the perma cunt of the week, the mandemic, if you will. Nice, man. I like that. Um, mine, uh, based off the way this whole topic was born, you would think mine would, I'd go straight to Scott for just, you know, being a, a lazy cunt that repur repurposes all my work. No, uh, I'm actually going to go with uh, the state of, like, retail in general, and I'll explain. So... I got the, you know, the, the new little audio set up here and the light down there and all this stuff, but it took a little bit of putting stuff together. You can't fucking just go somewhere and buy something anymore. I know this is such fucking old man screaming at the sky, but you cannot just go and buy. Like, I needed a fucking, uh, a, an audio splitter for the phone. So that I put the microphone in and the headphones can plug in and all that stuff. And it's like, it's two extra pieces. One of them took four fucking stores to track down, even though I'm standing in the Best Buy with their app saying, I can buy this and pick it up right here in an hour. Why can't you just find it for me? Like, ah, uh, you know, uh, I'm like, this is why this is why I can't because that type of service, they didn't even want to attempt to go look for it. I'm sitting there like it says buy now, pick up here in an hour. I'm standing here. Can you just find it? Locate the fucking thing. So I ended up bu fucking buying it at a different store and going, going and finding it. Same thing today. I just needed one little, one more piece to get the headphones to work with the microphone. Christ, two more fucking stores. I'm running around. Like, I, it's a real simple fucking piece that, again, your fucking app says you have in stock. So, cut to the week, uh, the, the state of, of retail shopping these days is just it's it's there's a there's a good goddamn reason why it's going the way of amazon um i'll sidebar with that real quick i can i can co-op that i went yep. aisle today from a tile store um another chiquita that was a big fan of me for some reason i think i, I think i'm like a a latin girl's chubby fantasy because <laughs> um that was funny anyways but i buy the tile and i go to the pickup area i back my truck up and they roll the pallet out and two 19, you know, 20 year olds. And I start unloading my own tiles off the pallets. I'm not a bitch. I'm not gonna stand there and watch them do it for me. I'm also cheap and I think this is a good way to, you know, not be tipping people. <laughs> one, of the kids, one of the kids fucks off start throwing trash away. Other kid, I think there was like twelve boxes of tile. I did ten, he did two. I'm 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 fast. I want to get out of there. Yeah. I finish up loading my own tile and the kid lurks for his tip. Like, you should be tipping me, motherfucker. I did your fucking job for you. Where's my right. five bucks? Right, right. Fucking retail bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, because of the week, Greg Bates and the retail, the state of retail in general. <laughs> Perma, cunt of the week, Greg Thomas Bates III. Oh. Imagine if that was real. <laughs> I wish it was. Imagine that. Yeah, that a cunty of a name. Uh, thank you for joining us on F Buddies, and thanks to our sponsors, Patty Kelly's, 154 Washington Street in Peabody, on Instagram, at Patty Kelly's. They do brunch on the weekends, Friday through Sunday, noon to 3, open daily till 1 a.m. karaoke on Monday and Wednesday nights. Gary Drama Group of Cross Country Mortgage. Find them on Instagram, buy and refi, and crosscountrymortgage.com. 
Channel Maca Brewing, kid. 95 Rantoul Street in Beverly at Channel Marker Brewing on Instagram. They are open for business Wednesday through Friday from 3 to 10 p.m. Sundays from noon to 6 and Saturdays from noon to 10. ChannelMarkerBrewing.com is the website. Uh, ben Franklin Print Company, 177 North Main Street in Middleton at Ben Franklin Print Co. on Instagram and Ben Franklin Print Co. is the website. Mention F Buddies to get 10% off your next order. Andy, anything else before we uh, take off? The outside is telling everyone to go fuck themselves. I'm done. All right, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.